Jimmy, come on, Bob. Had power, right? Welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Kiko Evangelia. Brown, you know, okay, so Hawaiians, Brown, I, I gotta tell you, we hit over 8,100 listens yesterday, well, in the last 24 hour period. I always say yesterday because, you know, today's a new day, right? The sun went. Brown, I woke up with on pulse this morning and I went, oh, all right. You see, when you get, when you get to be my age, Hawaiians, bro, you wake up, you go, Oh, I get pulse. All right. You open your eyes. You go, hey, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, because I never did my own show before. The podcast is my first attempt. And we're getting used to this. I mean, you know. Um, but but we want to model you guys. And um, in addition to the 8100, the guy, uh, listens that we had, okay, or plays. They call them plays, right? So, so we had over 8,100 plays in the last 24 hours from all over the place. Uh, mostly people get us on the Apple app, you know, on the Apple store when you go into the kind. Yeah, it's free. It's the podcast uh, side of that thing. <clears throat> Our analytics is uh, basically uh, just an overview. Uh, the last country we had, what's the last country? Bro, we never even checked them. Syria. Syria was the last country we had. So, Mala, Syria, you guys are honorary Hawaiians, by the way. When you guys listening, okay, as soon as you turn off the podcast, you're back to being Syrians and, and you can go to kind, I don't know, you guys dealing with missiles and stuff over there. And and no, really, we, we really wish you well and we pray for you guys. I mean, I pray for any human being, regardless, okay, that has to face a missile. Because, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever face missiles, Hawaiian. So I never did. But, I mean, I see the, I see the stuff, bro. I see that. But, remember the Persian, Persian Gulf? You know the Persian... Remember the Persian Gulf, Persian Gulf, right? Am I saying it right? Something like that. You know the Gulf War, right? The Gulf War, right? Okay, the Gulf War, right? Had had President Bush, right? The first, right? Bush the first, and then had Bush the second, the one who brought down the towers, but we're not going to talk. That's not a podcast. We're not going to talk about that today. But anyway, uh, so, to, no, the first Bush, right? Okay, so Bush the first, brought a Persian, uh, Persian, Persian, there you go. Persian Gulf War, like on Persian Cat. I think that's where they get Persian cats from, you know, the Gulf. But anyway, but that's where the kind, that brought us. We saw, we saw them, that, that was the military suppliers. You know, all the, like Northrop Grumman, Northrop Grumman, uh, what's that one? Oh, Lockheed, all them guys, right? They was testing out this stuff, bro. That's all they was doing. And the difference was they would put them on TV. But, bro, how's that, Hawaiians? How's that, Hawaiians? Right? You watching all this? You watching the hardware, everything, right? We was watching the crosshairs. You remember the crosshairs they were showing? And, and then the guy was giving the countdown, right? Three, two, one. And then you see the bridge just go. Like, bugger and disappear. You see what I mean? That, bro, you do not mess with the United States. I'm just saying. 
Okay. Uh, anyway, but, uh, <laughs> so, about a person, ne never mind. But anyway, we pray for you guys in Syria and, and, uh, Palestine. Uh, we gotta say a prayer for Palestine. Now, with that being said, I gotta say now, if you launch an attack towards a country, okay, and that country turns around and kicks you Okole, uh, you, you asking for it. Okay, Okole, for you guys outside Hawaii, uh, Never mind. It's 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 part of your rear end anyway. Uh, the Elemu is actually the outside. <laughs> Boy, okay. The Elemu is the outside and the Okole is the hole. Because <laughs> we used to say, oh, but we're sitting on our Okole. Our what? You, you doing what? <laughs> oh, bro. The kind of life I had, Hawaiians, bro, was... was it was hilarious, bro. So anyway, uh, we'd like to say uh, that our audience is basically 23 to dead. Used to be 20, uh, used to be younger than that. Used to be 18 to dead, but the 18-year-olds didn't give up on us. And uh, I think we get 117-year-olds, something like that. Still holding out at 1%. Male demographic, 78. Female is 21 now. Okay, so female used to be like steady 14, right? So the girls, well, girls welcome. The girls are finding out, you know. Hey, do you need a podcast? And then now they're listening, right? So girls, welcome. Thank you very much, ladies, and welcome to the podcast. Okay, so on today's podcast, bro, we're going to talk about self-discipline. Because I know we've been talking about, you know, syndicate action. We've been talking about corruption and how corrupt every place is. Every place, okay? It's just about you getting to the top first. Right or getting into the top or getting you know and and like I told you guys right you guys do not need to belong to the Ohana, you guys do not need to belong to the group the clique whatever you call it, the in crowd whatever you want to say right but you don't need that God will take care of you okay but you have to have that faith in yourself and that boils down to self discipline so today we're we'll talk about self discipline okay. Now, you know, the average everyday guy, myself included, okay, myself included, uh, I, I would love to just not have any self-discipline. I would love to say, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't like do podcasts. <laughs> I just go, I go cruise them today. I'm going, I'm going down a store, I go buy my Heineken light, I go come home, and I go enjoy, right? And then, you see, because I always get that, that angel on the left side. No, wait, is the angel, the angel's on the right side, right? And the devil's on the left side. And the devil is always saying, bro, go get your Heineken light, bro, go suck them up. And the, and the angel on the right side is going, no, you know you need to do your podcast, right? And uh, the angel always has the higher voice. I don't know why. But anyway, but that, you see what I'm saying, Hawaiians? And we always have a choice, okay? And like I told you, you, you have that devil on one side and you have the angel on one side because you are part Satan inside and you are part angel or God inside, right? You know what I'm saying? So you have a choice and those choices, right, put you where you are, okay? So take a look at where you are right now, look around, right? This is the life coaching part, right? Now, a lot of people come and they, they hire me and they come in and they sit down and they have a session with me. My sessions are expensive uh, for some people. Some people is cheap. You know, I have executives that come in and they, <laughs> 175 a half hour, there you go, boom, credit card right there, boom, see? And for them, it's not expensive. For the everyday guy, it's expensive, right? And this this one brother came in and, and brother gave me 200. Yeah, here you go, boom, two Benjis right there, boom. I was like, whoa, 
proud. It, it, he really took care of me, see. But but a lot of, you know, most people pay with credit card. Hey, here's my card, boom, boom. But but that's not the point. The point is, right, that most of the people come, right, and they don't follow through. And I told you guys this about Tony Robbins, right? Tony Robbins, you know, people go to Tony Robbins. I don't know if they drop in 2500 five grand. I don't know what he charge, right? And I've never been. I have no interest in seeing Tony Robbins. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I've seen so many things on, on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? But the real influence in my life and the real guy who guided me, you know, I had guidance. I had my own personal coach. I had my own life coach. You know, it was called my uncle. And my uncle was right there. And I, I worked with my uncle at, at his company, right? And we used to wash rigs, big 18-wheel trucks. I used to move the trucks around, you know, because I was young. And, you know, you never trust me for, like, take a phone ride. And I never have license. So I got to just, you know, drive them in the parking lot, right? But, but you know, and that wasn't my dream. So I didn't pursue that. But I'm just saying, I helped my uncle. And, and you know, the, the, I told you guys on other podcasts, right? It was, okay, can you do this today? That was the question. <clears throat> and my uncle said, yeah. And so, I, you know, well, my uncle asked me. He said, can you do that, do this today? And I said, yeah. And I did them all day. At the end of the day, he said, well, how was that? He says, bro, you did an ace job today, an ace amount today. Everything was good. You had good attitude today. Was that hard? And I said, mm, no, because I would think about it, right? And he goes, can you do that tomorrow? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Okay. And this is what I used to tell the chicks when I used to date. You know, I still date once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. But I, I'm so busy working right now. You see what I'm saying? But... <laughs> Back in the old days, always, <clears throat> like, like you know, when I was in my 30s, 30s, 40s, right? And, and you know, the girls, you, you get questions with girls, and the question is usually, where is this going? You know, because after you hunt up about, you know, 9, 12, 14 times, right? They want to know, where, where is this going? You know, we end up going to a fancy dinner. We end up going to, we take on drive down there, we go home, we hunt up and we pow. And where is this going? You, they want to go somewhere, right? <laughs> you got to you gotta level up your game. And and um, so my answer, right? Because some chicks was, was ambitious. And some chicks would ask you like on the second, third date, right? And and these are the chicks that <clears throat> are trying to manipulate you into a certain situation. Now, manipulation, like I said before, is not a bad thing. It's not always a bad thing. It depends on what you're being manipulated into. You can be manipulated into some really good stuff, always. Okay, okay. But I, I would tell you, and I, I've been both, right? Yeah, I think everybody's been there. But but what I'm trying to tell you, and this is for you, young guys, you, you 30 year olds, you 20, 23 year olds that are listening to the podcast. Okay, this is for you guys. The the older demographics that listen to us, they've been there, done it. You know, and, and some of them going through rough patches. So if you guys going through rough patches, okay. But this is what I tell them. And I tell them the truth. Because you got to be honest with chicks. You cannot lie. Because you know what's going to happen when you get caught? <laughs> you can have that hell hat no fury stuff, okay? And you don't want that. Trust me, Owens. I dealt with so much of that when I was young. In my 20s. Oh, my God. I mean, you know. And so what you do is is you just... You just put your cards on the table. Be open, be honest, tell the truth, and say, you know, so the way I used to put it to them was like, baby, look, we had a good night tonight, right? Okay. So, and I said, right, use my uncle's template, right? And I said, so can we do this again tomorrow? 
And she goes, yeah. And I said, you know what? If we if we go down the road two months and we look back two months, we had a great two months, right? And they used to go, yeah. And I go, well, if we go down the road one year, we had a good year, right? And I said, the goal is to have a good time each and every time. Now, if we're having drama and the drama continues, then then it's time to yeah separate. You see what I'm saying? Because drama is not necessary. Okay. And, and you know what happened? Funny thing happened, but the girls used to do their drama elsewhere. Because these girls used to date a lot of people. I mean, if you think one girl is just dating you, Hawaiians, come on. And put your put put your ego back in your head, okay? Because it's not just you, okay? If you think you are her only option, I don't care who she is, okay? Put your ego back at just yeah, put them back in the package because it's 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 out of control, okay? And and the thing about it, right, is that all you gotta do is make the goal for that day. Just make it a goal when you're going out for a date. I don't care what you're doing. You're going on a date? Okay. F- focus on making that date the best date. Because you know what? There's no guarantee you're going to wake up tomorrow. I don't care how old or young you are. Right? Okay. So you want to have a good date. You want to have a good time. Okay. You're going to work tomorrow? Make tomorrow the best work day possible. The best you ever did. The best performance you ever did. Right? Now, if you read this book. Okay. This book is called... Uh, the, uh, what is it? Um, the Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. Okay. I read this book a long time ago and I still go back to it. I reference it. Okay. And his theory is basically the secret to success. Okay. And I'm going to tell you guys is just acing everything out in the first place. Okay. And then first of all, you, you don't need to go back and, and redo the job or, or fix up the job, right? If you ace it out the first time, it's done, you did your work, you're all good, and you move on, okay? Now, I still have to learn this lesson because sometimes I'm in the middle of two or three different things online, right? I'm, I'm doing, I'm building websites. I jump over here. I'm answering questions. I go over here. I book an appointment. I rush down to the office. I see my appointment. I go back to the computer. I'm in my laptop, right? And sometimes I go, ah, Frick them. I just couldn't okay. I, I just gonna do this 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 much and then boom I'm gonna jump on to the next thing because I at that point I, I'm starting to focus on volume okay quantity rather than quality okay and I'll tell you guys that I'm guilty of that yeah okay? I, I don't come on and act like I'm the man <laughs> you know what I'm saying bro don't don't believe the hype you see in public lines okay don't believe the hype but I'll just tell you that you need to focus on quality, not quantity, okay? Focus on the quality of your stuff, right? Because my quality runs about 80%. 20%, yeah, I get to the point where ah, I don't care. Or sometimes I'm like, hey, you know what? Mouse down rating. That's what I call it, mouse down. You know, I teach this. I'm teaching this to one of my students. I say, you know what? You got to get to the point where you go, okay, mouse down. And you got to move to the next thing. And this is self-discipline. Okay, that's what we're talking about. This this whole podcast, I'm gonna talk about self self-discipline. Okay, now self-discipline means even though you don't like doing this, you gotta do it. Okay, self-discipline means even though you don't like your meditation, ten minutes you 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 could use that ten minutes to eat breakfast, or you could use that ten minutes to catch up on your social media. You could use that ten minutes to do something, whatever, right? But 
self-discipline is like, no, no, no. You're going you're gonna to sit your ass down here and you're going to meditate for 10 minutes. And you put your timer on. Well, that's what I do. I put my timer on on my phone. right? And then and I meditate. And the timer goes off at the 10-minute mark. And then, then I stop. And only then do I get up and do something else or move on to the next thing. So the, the, the point of this whole thing of self-discipline, right, is to take your time and have patience. Some people, they, they just don't have patience. And if you don't have patience, you're not, I mean, you know, so part of self, self-discipline is patience. And, you know, I, I was not a very patient person. And sometimes I get impatient. I think we all do, right? Now, stress escalates that, the, that, that self, lack of self-patience, okay? It, it escalates it. Because when you're under stress, the last thing you're going to do is do anything that requires taking your time and detail and all, right? Right? Because you're stressed out, right? No, I feel you, right? So, and that happens to me too. And when that happens, you know, I just, I want to go. I want to go do this, do that. I'm not patient. Okay? When I exercise my patience, okay, or exercise my self-discipline that leads to the patience, and I just go, nope, bro, you're going to, you know, do that. Now, what are some techniques to do that, right? Because when I do that, bro, everything come out good, right? So what are some techniques that you can use? Okay, here's one that I learned years ago that has always served me well. It's the word stop. Okay? Because we've all been conditioned, and I want to use the word conditioned, because we've been, we've been, con- Hawaiian, Hawaiians, we've been conditioned for so many things, right? Okay. And you know that little box in the room called the TV? Okay, that's conditioned us. You know the radio in the car that you listen to when you, yeah, okay, that. You know the music on the radio in the car that you listen to? Okay, that. Bro, we've, we've been conditioned for everything. Okay. Here, here's here's one thing, okay, while we're talking about the, the music on the, in the car. Bro, go in your car, turn off your radio, drive in quiet, okay, to to you to work one day without the news. What the hell with the news? Bro, I don't even watch TV. I haven't watched TV news now for, I think, oh, man, I think maybe maybe four months. Four months, no TV news. Okay, I get my stuff online because I see them, right? You know, I see the headlines. But no TV news. Well, my life is so much more, like, I don't know, mellow, right? Because when you're watching TV news, right, you you get angry about something. Not angry, but you get kind of upset about or concerned or whatever, right? Now, that pulls you out of your, off your life path. That pulls you off of the vibe you're supposed to be on, Okay. And and that self-discipline, okay, is is part of that that thing that you don't want to be pulled off of. Okay. So self-discipline, right? You know you're supposed to do something about you like do something else. Self-discipline is saying, no, go back and, and do that. Right? So the music that you're listening to, right? The one on the radio, when you when you're going, okay, I challenge you to turn off your radio, drive in quiet to work, and see what a different world it is. It's a different world, okay? Look around you. Look at everybody else, okay? You can hear the vibration of the guy's stereo next to you pounding the hip-hop when you stop at the stoplight, right? Okay, ignore that, okay? But if you look around, right, especially when you're driving in quiet, you can see the conditioning in people, 
Okay, look next to you, the car. You know the one with the steering wheel and the hands on the steering wheel looking straight ahead, right? Waiting for the light to turn like a robot, right? Look around, look around. What I do is I express gratitude when I drive in quiet, you know, and I, I express gratitude, right? And, and I say, thank you for the trees. Thank you for the building. Thank you for the people. Thank you for, the, you know, I just start thanking God for all these things. And that's just my gratitude practice that I do. I, I do gratitude throughout the day. I mean, I've, I've done that since, uh, I don't know, 2010, I think. So somewhere, somewhere back there. And, and, um, but it works and it brings good things into your life. If the only thing I know, uh, from, you know, 2000, until now is my life got totally better it just keeps getting better things keep getting better um you know some if of course things happen right but things get better so just try that see how that works for you now the word stop okay stop is very important because we've been conditioned to stop when we hear that word okay so sometimes it pertains to thinking when your thinking is running away from you or you you know, right? You know. You, you're observing yourself thinking, okay? Think about that one always, okay? You're observing yourself thinking. And you know when you're thinking too much, right? And you know when your thoughts are starting to run and you got to grab them and you got you to gotta go, whoa, 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 <laughs> right? You know, okay? Now, just say the word stop and you're going to feel the difference, Okay? When, when you start getting that, that inkling, that feeling that you got to get up and go do this, that you got to go get up and do that, or you got to go do this and do that, when you have a task in front of you, just say, stop, stop, right? And then go back to the task. Now, this is self-discipline. Now, sometimes, and you got to say it out loud. Say it out loud in the beginning. Later on, you can think it, okay? But if I were you, I would speak it. It's much more powerful in, in the spoken uh, word and, and the vibration of saying stop. Okay. We live in a vibrational universe. God brought the world into being through vibration, through speaking everything into being. Okay. That's the story that we've been told anyway. Okay. But, but what I'm saying is use that and just say stop. And then they, there you go. Right. And then go back to what you were doing. Now, you know, especially when I started meditating years ago, I had to do that because, you know, there was always something I felt I had to do. Okay. And and I had to physically like almost physically, you know, go, bro, you know, sometimes I would look in the mirror. Sometimes I go, bro, what, what are you doing? And I would stand there and have this discussion. Right. Well, just a few words. Right. But. Let, let's face it, Hawaiians, it works. Try it. Don't be above that. Don't, don't be above talking to yourself and make, making sure you, you stick to something, right? If you can think it, fine, but some people cannot think it. Some people have busy lives, right? If you have a busy life, say it out loud. Stop. Look in the mirror. Go, brah. You know, and just stop and look, right? Or, or if you're a girl, right? Girl. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever applies, okay? Non-binary, I don't know what they say, but whatever. We don't have any non-binaries on the podcast. So anyway, but but you know what I'm talking about, always, okay? So do that. Do that. That's self-discipline. Now, when you go to the party, okay? We don't we don't have parties anymore, but I'm going to give you this scenario, okay? When you go to the party or when you go out, when you go to McDonald's, when you go to the shopping center, when you go past the donut shop, right? 
self-discipline. You know, sometimes I stand there and I, I stand there and I look at the donuts, right? I stand there and I, I look at, you know, I go down Brugs, Alamoana. Well, we have this shopping center, you know, for those of you out of Hawaii. And, and I, I know I, I know I shouldn't make too many Hawaii references because most of my people are outside Hawaii. But I go to Brugs, this place, right? And I look at the stuff and I go, oh, hey, that looks good. Yeah, I wish I could have that, but... Uh, Ooh, that's gonna clog my arteries, right? And then, and then I move on, Hawaiians. I move on after that. See, sometimes I I stop, you know, and I and I look at the shoes, and I look at the shirt, or I look at the car, and I go, mm, that would be nice, but eh, not now, right? You see, that's self-discipline. Now, you, self-discipline means you gotta tell yourself no. Okay, you cannot just allow yourself to do any kind. Right, for lack of a better term. For those of you outside Hawaii, that, that means just do whatever you want, right? Okay. So for lack of a better term, yeah, you gotta. Okay, now self-discipline, okay. You you gotta also stop being distracted. Okay, stop being distracted from things. That's what it really is. It's not that you cannot focus. Okay, it's not that you're getting old and you're forgetting this and forgetting that, because I started doing that when I was 30. Right, that started happening when I was 30 years old. I said, like, "Hey, where did I put my keys?" I was looking all over my house for my key. Where did I put my key? It's it's not that I forgot where I put my keys. It's that I got distracted into something else. Then I got distracted into another thing, and then another thing, and then I forgot where I put my keys. You see, that's what really led to the forgetting of the keys was the distractions. Okay. Now that being said, right. Let me explain on on the vibrational level, on on a metaphysical level, a different level, about distractions. Okay, you have the your main distractors are your eyes. Okay, and and I had a best friend for thirty years before he died. Um, you know, he he taught me all this kind of stuff. I mean, for years, and he was blind. Okay, he was my best friend. He was blind, and uh, my fiance and I. Uh, brought him with us and so he lived with us and you know he, he had his room and stuff and we built a recording studio in the house and the rest as they say is history uh we you know with the things that we did with with work and, and music and whatever but he used to teach me all kinds of stuff and and i used to be amazed at how he could focus on things right and then i got it i'm like but i cannot see he doesn't have the visual distraction Okay. Now, you know how we talk in, in visual references? I mean, I don't know if you guys ever talk to a blind man, but you're going to get stuck because you're going to make visual references and you're going to catch yourself making visual references and you're going to be like, oh, jeez, I can't even explain that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because we base so much on visuals. Okay, even, even when I'm talking right now, you guys listening to the podcast, but you guys getting visuals. And sometimes I use words purposely to paint pictures in your head so you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Or scenarios, whatever. I describe stuff. I paint the scene for you, right? Because this is not TV or video or, or whatever. And, and that, that was my specialty on the radio was theater of the mind, okay? And theater of the mind is that you paint pictures using certain words. Now, a lot of, lot of the guys that I, that I know, that these younger guys in radio, <clears throat> they came in after me, right? 
Um, I, I was lucky. I had teachers. I went to school for that. I, I went to Columbia School of Broadcasting, which uh, there were really good teachers at the time. And then it, the school kind of fell apart. And uh, and then it disappeared. But the young kids that came in without those those people guiding them, without teachers. And, you know, the guys that, that critiqued me was in Hollywood, uh, California. And they, uh, you know, so I had I had to be like, oh, bro, I had to be on my game, Hawaiians, you know. And and so, but but you know that being said, right? The guys, the younger guys that came along, maybe 10, 15, 20 years after me, didn't have that. They just went in cold, and they you know they just worked their way into the studio. Pretty soon, one day they turned on the mic, and boom, they you know. And one guy told me, "Theater of the mind," and he was referencing his energy, right? And and I was kind of cracking up because I was like, uh, "No, it's not about it." I, I didn't say anything. But in my head, I was like, uh, no, he doesn't get it. It's about painting pictures with words, okay, and the words you use, you know. Like, I could talk about dunking a 300-pound maraschino cherry in a swimming pool filled with chocolate sauce, right? Now, you get the visual, right? Right there. Boom. There you go, right? And and I could talk to you about the, the hand crank on, on the crane, lowering them. And, and the thing clicking, click, 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 click. And the, you see, you get the visual already. Okay. And and these guys, they think that when they when they come on and they and they go, hey, hello, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. They think when they're doing that energy, uh, that's theater of the mind. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway, but that's but that's a it's a different world now. It's a different it's a different deal, right? Some of the kids understand. Some of them don't. Some of them actually caught on you know for the for you guys that are listening now you young guys and you guys maybe want to get into the field and you're listening uh just focus on that focus on learning the words uh that will paint pictures and uh you know how to how to tell stories how to communicate ideas and and that's where it's at <clears throat> but my friend was blind so we couldn't do that i mean we couldn't you know i i couldn't give him visual references right and the stuff that he taught me was so cool that, you know, he, he focused so intently because he wasn't distracted. Because he didn't see the Lamborghini pass him and go, whoa, look at that. that wow, that's a Lamborghini. You see? And, and that kind of stuff, right? And, and, you know, so it was very interesting hanging out with him. And then the kind of stuff I learned from him was like deep kung fu kind of stuff. I mean, it was like, whoa. It was like martial arts. In the, it was like being in a, you know, monastery with, with a monk or something. I mean, you know, I, I was like, whoa, this is deep stuff. So we went pretty deep, you know. But if you don't have eyes, if you don't have the visual, if you don't, you know, if you're not distracted, if you could keep yourself from being distracted from what you see, and cutting off the engagement, okay? Because you engage when you see, okay? So quantum physics tells us that when you observe something, it exists. If you're not observing it, it's not there, okay? And I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but when I go back in the room, what's still there, okay? That, that's not what they're talking about. But anyway, that's not a podcast, Hines, okay? <laughs> okay. But when you observe something, then, you know, it, then you become distracted, Okay, and what am I talking about? I said it on the other podcast, right? You get distracted by the new car, you get distracted by the new girl, you get distracted by the new shiny whatever it is, right, or, or whatever, and you get distracted into that, and that is very difficult because when you get when you look at something, you begin engagement. 
when you engage with something, right? You need to disengage or you need to have the ability to disengage. Okay, even in a conversation, <clears throat> if you're having an argument with somebody, okay, you have to have the self-discipline and the self-control to stop the engagement and walk away or just stop the, you don't have to walk away, just stop the engagement, you know, stop buying into it, stop, you know, so, so, you know, a lot of my, my uh, life coaching students, what I got to do is, is I got to go, no, and I tell them, no, you, you got to, you have to disengage, you know, oh, no, but when, when I come home, I, I got to cook because my kids got to eat, and I go, okay, well, cook for the kids, but then make time for you, and then get this done, sit down for 10 minutes, oh, bro, my house, everybody jumping all over the place, bro, can I think, okay, go in your car, sit in your car, you know, oh, but the kids go come by the car, they're going to knock on the door, they go, you know, all that, right? Okay, there's always excuses. There's always excuses. But the thing that I try, you know, I'm trying to get across to you for self-discipline is is this, okay? These guys dropping five grand to see Tony Robbins. These guys, drop, I don't know what they dropped to see Bob Proctor. I don't know what they dropped to see, you know, all these guys, right? <clears throat> and these 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 major uh, guys online selling packages. I, I don't know what they charge. Okay, uh, I know what I charge, and and that's about it. But I don't know what they charge. And these guys are are internationally known. These guys are big dogs. Okay, but people take their course, and they try it. They they try right. They make an attempt for a couple of weeks, and then everything's out the door. So what I did was. I told myself, all right, I'm going to start these affirmations, right? And if it's no good, if this does not work, I will never, ever do this again. And so far, I've been doing them since 2007, 2008, 2007, 2008, well, I don't know, somewhere around there. Okay, but but I do it every day. I just did my affirmation this morning upstairs, right? And, and you know, it it's something that you got to, you got to, okay, because this morning, right? It was on the the pad was on the side of me. I was busy doing something else. I was communicating to this company that works for me, right? They they do certain things online for me, and and I looked over at my pad and I go, okay, you know what? I put my mouse down and I go, I gotta do this now. And I got I got I took my my pad and I, you know, re-invoked my self discipline. I wrote my affirmation. Then I put the pad back. Then I picked up the mouse. Then I continued working on my laptop. You see, so so that's what you got to do, Hawaiians. You got to work on the self-discipline. If you work on the self-discipline first, everything will fall into place. You know, a lot of guys. This, so there was this one guy. Right. And I, I wouldn't you know, I, I would I wouldn't say that he failed because I don't think he's Paul. This guy was a pretty, really smart guy. And he came to me, but he just came for me. He just came to me for one session and I followed up with him. Maybe a month later and he didn't do anything Mm-mm. he didn't do anything that i that i asked him to do right i gave him the stuff to do right i gave him the meditation i gave him the affirmation to write i gave him all this stuff right i gave him videos to watch right because i would rather have uh you know my life coaching students right i give them certain videos by certain professionals because it's better that they take it from the horse's mouth, right? And they don't know these guys. Most of them, you know, because I sit there and I ask. I ask my life coaching students. Now, if they know these guys, I'm not going to send them a video. 
You see what I'm saying? Unless I go, okay, did you see so Tony Robbins? Tony Robbins? Yeah, Tony Robbins. Okay, did you see him talk about XYZ? If they say no, I'll send them the video. If they if they're familiar with Tony Robbins, I'll ask them, did you ever hear him talk about XYZ? And if if they say, oh yeah, yeah, then I'm not gonna waste my time. You see what I'm saying? But but this guy was a real brilliant guy, and I could tell by talking to him. He's a business guy. He was, he was the head of his uh, department, right? And I think he had his own business or whatever. But he was he was the head of everything. I think he worked for a company, and he wanted to be more motivated. So I told him, I said, "Well, you gotta you gotta do the meditation. You gotta do the affirmations that I give you, and it requires some self discipline, but very little." Right, because it you really it only takes ten minutes to meditate. Ten minutes a day is good enough, right? Then you gotta write down your affirmation. It took me maybe I want to say maybe a minute max this morning to write my affirmation. Okay, but the subconscious learns in repetition. That every time you write, it's committed to memory. Every time you write something, if you if you do it on a keyboard, it's not gonna commit it. You know, you gotta write it out. You gotta you gotta write it. So the guy, you know, when I asked the guy a month later, after after going over everything, giving him everything, right, answering his questions, went through the half an hour appointment, everything, and and um, you know, gave him the rundown of everything, I, I I got in touch with him after after about a month, and he goes, ah, oh, you know, Junior, I I really got busy, I didn't follow up with this, I I didn't really do it yet, and I said, well, you know what, I promise you results if you do it, but you need to do it for sixty six days. Okay. And it's like I told you on Wines, right? I did two months first and I said, if this doesn't work, I'm never doing it again. And I'm still doing it. And it's still working for me. And it's still bringing better things into my life. And it's still bringing me what I want, right? It's amazing how it works. But it, it works because you're a human being, okay? Now, if you train your subconscious to, I don't know, do something new, right? You program the subconscious for a new action that that will it will start producing the new action whatever you write so if you write i am good at math let's take that okay i am good at math now pretty soon when you write it long enough and long enough maybe about two weeks if you do it every day okay you will start to perform actions it will change your paradigm your actions okay your habits so so it'll start to change your actions into being better at math you know, it may make you want to practice. It may make you want to read books on mathematics. It may make you want to watch videos on YouTube about math or math secrets or whatever. See what I'm saying? But you'll start to take action on it. You cannot program the subconscious and not take action. It's impossible. You can't do it. So, so you need to train the subconscious that way. And if you cannot take the, you know... 20 seconds or 30 seconds or 45 seconds, whatever it is. If you can't take that time out of your morning, come on. I don't know anybody who cannot do that. You know, and then I get all like, oh, you know, my alarm didn't go off. Oh, I woke up late. I go, oh, okay. Well, did you do it when you got to work? Oh, no, I forgot my, my, my tablets at home. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, we're talking about your subconscious. All you got to do is write them on the paper. Write it on the paper. Throw the paper away. It's the it's that action of writing that goes into your subconscious. Not the where you have the paper or what paper you write it on. That's immaterial, right? You know. But but here's the thing, right? The self-discipline is essential because without it, you're not gonna stick to it. 
And if you don't stick to it, right, then you get the definition of insanity, okay? You get the same actions going on, repeating itself, getting the same results, okay? But you are expecting change, right? And you can't, you cannot do that, Hawaiians. It doesn't work that way, okay? And, you know, it's, it's really, uh, you know, when I, when I look at the distractions that people have, and the distractions are huge, okay? So, so work is a distraction, <clears throat> and it's a task, right? So you focus on your work, but your work is, is going to be better, okay? If you, now, I'm saying a distraction from, from you know, uh, let's say writing your affirmations, right? So, so if you're writing your affirmations and, and work is, you know, needs to be done and you need to go to work, then work is the distraction from the affirmation. Therefore, you need to make that time first, do the affirmation, then go to work. You know, because because if you're if you're planning on 10x in your life, right, work is gonna benefit from that. Whatever you do is gonna benefit, but it starts with you. So it's you first. It's about you, Hawaiians. Okay, and here's another thing, right? We as human beings have been taught to to think that okay, it's not about you. It's about your work. It's about your job. It's about your company. It's not about you. It's about your family. It's about... No, no, no. Hawaiians, you were put on the earth to live your life. Okay, there's nothing selfish about that. Selfish is when you don't share. Selfish is when you don't care. Selfish... Okay, that's that's none of that. This is none of that. Okay? This is working on you so you can have a better job. This is working on you so you can do a better job. This is working on you so that you know, doing the job feels better. It feels good. You're breezing through this job now. Now you can do it like the back of your hand. Now you're not struggling anymore, right? Why? Well, because you, you changed your mindset. And that's what's important, mindset. Everything is mindset. It's all mindset, you know? And and so, so yeah, do I get lazy? Oh, yeah, Hawaiians choke big time. I do get lazy. Do I have to pull my own self out? Yeah, because if I don't pull myself out, who's going to pull me out? Nobody, right? And I've seen guys crash and burn. I've seen, I've seen like, oh, I, can't, I can't even tell you this, successful men, right? They have big companies and what, right? They get a divorce. I saw this attorney one time. You got it. I knew this guy. I don't know him anymore. I don't associate with him anymore. He, he really, he really, uh, um, he let me down in a, in a big way. And I just put him out of my head years and years and years and years ago. But he was doing real good, making huge money. <clears throat> All of a sudden, I mean, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't too good at on the home front, but he was doing good at work. All of a sudden, he got a divorce and that was it. He decided to work from home, you know, long before COVID, right? And, and he... It, it, it just drove him into the ground, okay? And the reason why it drove him into the ground is because he wasn't strong in the head. He, that, that experience, that, that whatever, uh, that stress of going through the divorce just broke the guy in half. And he, and he wasn't strong enough to keep going and keep, you know, uh, finish and, and whatever, you know, keep, keep, keep going. Keep, keep going, finish the divorce, okay, go through that, finish that, but stick to the path over here, keep going over here. He wasn't strong enough for that. It just, it just broke down, you know, from a big law firm that was, that was doing huge money, right? Uh, he could have made back everything, 
I mean, you know, look at Bill Gates, right? He's getting a divorce. It's not going to bother him. He's just going to make the money back. That's, that's all you can do, Hawaiians. You make a divorce. Okay, if you got married, okay, if you did that, then 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 if you're going through a divorce okay uh you better you better you better be prepared for a divorce when you get married okay and i'm i'm speaking to you blue pill guys who are not red pill if you're red pill you're probably not married okay and maybe maybe you were blue pill and then you got a divorce and now you're red pill and now you know but but you know if, if you get married you gotta be prepared for a divorce come on if if not, you bind into a fairy tale. You've been watching too many Disney movies, and when you get to that point that there there does occur a divorce, and you're not prepared, it's gonna slam you in the face like a Mack truck. And then what you gonna do? Well, then then you're not gonna be stable, right? So you gotta be prepared, Hawaiians. I'm just saying, be prepared. I'm not saying expect a divorce when when you're in a marriage. That will guarantee bring you a divorce. I'm saying that. If you're going to do something like get married, understand that divorce happens. Understand that divorces happen. And you better learn your female nature first. Because if you don't understand the female, uh, the nuts and bolts part of a female, and, and you buy into the Disney fairy tale, and, and you go have that princess wedding that she wants and all that, you know what I'm saying? And you don't know. And, and you walk into it in ignorance, then uh, somewhere along the line, the the chances of a divorce happening is greater for you. Okay, so um, all I'm saying, you know, like like if I enter into a game, if I was if I was gonna play baseball, okay, and I got into a game, I would be prepared for a loss. Okay, I wouldn't wait till the ninth inning and then you know. Right and to find out that what what we lost the game and then be all emotional about it like a girl, you see what I'm saying? So whatever you do, you have to understand the other side, okay? And and that's part of self discipline is well self discipline is is sticking to the course. But what I'm saying is the you know uh, being responsible <clears throat> is also being prepared for for any dynamic that can occur in any situation. That, that'll happen. Okay, now my best friend came down with cancer and we were, we had a business. We had a wedding and party business. And we went until the very last party, okay? And he played the last show with me. And I have pictures of the last show and I still look at it. It's in my phone. I still look at it. And we played that last. And I was standing on that stage and I was singing my heart out. And I knew that show, that that would be the last show. I knew already. I could tell the energy level, everything I could tell, you know, and he gave it his all because that's what he was about. He was about music. Right. And so we were we were just pounding. I, I'll never forget that show because it was the last one. And we was just pounding out the that the music and, and just doing a high powered show. And I knew that was the last show. OK, now the spookiest thing for me was after that because he went into hospice right and and so now i had to go find right i had to find a a, a replacement for him how are you gonna replace a genius until <laughs> today i that's that's the that's the 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 problem i mean that that's the, the you know that's a problem that needed to be solved how you go how you gonna, how you gonna find one genius to take his place well the answer is you cannot right and so i tried to get the best guy i could so we went through a string of piano players i mean a string of them Right, and none of them came close 
not even close. In fact, one one time I came out of rehearsal and I looked at my executive assistant sitting in my office and I, I walked out of the studio and the guy was in there and we were taking a short break and I walked out of the studio and they, he was working on something on a chart and I walked out of the studio and I looked over at uh, my executive assistant and she looked at me and she said, you're never going to find another Wayne. And, you know, and I said, no, I'm not trying to find another Wayne. I'm trying to find somebody that can come close. Nobody ever came close. Even this guy who, who used to own a recording studio, right? And he played with me one day. And these guys said, oh, bro, he's so good. He, you got you to gotta, you gotta hire him. He's the best. And I hired him. And, and I, was, <laughs> I was struggling on stage that night, right? And I mean, you know, okay, uh, yeah, Wayne was a genius. But I'm saying that through that struggle, okay, to all the piano players I had to get to satisfy all the contracts we had, to get through to the to the very end, right? And that actually went all the way to COVID. COVID shut down the, you know, when COVID happened, I go, okay, this is this is the sign, this is the good excuse. All right, fold up, fold it up already, Paul. Done, we're done. This this is this is the end of the Junior Keiko Eva Junior Roadshow. We're done, finished, right? But I had to get from that that five year period. I had to go through to get to done without without Wayne and that was that was the big challenge because how we can satisfy we had all these contracts to satisfy you cannot stop Hawaiians that's just like the thing I telling you about the divorce scenario you cannot stop for a divorce you 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 got to keep going you got to be mentally prepared to go okay well we keep walking we keep going we keep doing we churn them out and you just gotta put your head down and plow through everything Hawaiians you cannot let them set you back I mean, you know, first, first the cancer happened and you're talking two years. So you're talking about a seven year period that I, I went through struggle. Like, like, oh, but COVID was the break. COVID was like, what? I don't need to get it. What? We're in quarantine. I don't need to do anything today. I don't need to go out today. I need, you know, whatever. It was, it was like, whoa, we, you know, I went from struggle to shock. I like I'm shocked. Like what? This is not me. I don't. I don't sit around and do nothing. I gotta find something. You know. So I, of course, we we have our online stuff that we do. But I'm just saying, it it was it was boom 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 boom, and it kept. You just gotta keep going. You know, no matter what happens, I went. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you if you lane cement bricks, right? No matter what happens, you get up, you go to work, and you keep laying bricks. You got to keep going. You deal with whatever you got to deal with, but you got to have the self-discipline that keeps you on track, that keeps you going and go, no, I'm going to get up. Okay, I'm going to get ready. Okay, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do... The workouts only stop when COVID happened. But before that, bro, get up, same time. 4.30, get up, gym, 5 o'clock, working out. Working out till 7, 7 o'clock, 7.30 at the office. You know, the, the whole thing. And and you got to have uh, some kind of schedule for yourself. So that, that helps the self-discipline. Okay, but even if you set your schedule. Now, here's a tip. Okay, if you have an iPhone, you're probably listening to me on an iPhone because the majority of our podcast people are. Okay, set your timers. Set your timers. Okay, and set your timers for breaks. And when you have a break, put the mouse down. Do whatever it is you're doing. Put stop, okay. Take your break, because that's part of self-discipline. Part of self-discipline is like, okay, this is break time. I'm gonna break, and we did this for years. I did this for years in my calendar. 
my calendar looked crazy because it was sectioned off. You know, I had two hours rehearsal every morning at five o'clock. Five o'clock in the morning, we were rehearsing the show, okay? We were rehearsing the show that we did in the neighborhood. We were rehearsing the Waikiki show. We were rehearsing the show that we wanted to take to the mainland every morning at five o'clock from five to seven, okay? From seven, from seven to, what, what was it? From seven to nine, okay? It, it was answering emails, okay? From, from nine, I put the mouse down at nine. From nine to 10, it was Starbucks and cup of, uh, uh, my iced coffee, cup of coffee right there. Okay. And people would see me at Starbucks every morning at nine. Everybody's going to work. I mean, and, and they would be like, oh, Junior, you know, work, huh? That, I, I got that comment from one of, one of the guys at the radio station one time. He goes, he goes, wow, we see this. Hey, this guy ran into us. He said he sees you at Starbucks every day about 9.15. He goes, hey, Junior, no work, huh? And Junior just standing there drinking coffee. Yeah, I'm standing there drinking coffee because I was working from 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 five o'clock five o'clock in the morning. I was working out, right? Got to the, you know, uh, what I was that was uh, that was after that. But yeah, I got to the office. We were we were rehearsing at five o'clock in the morning. Okay, by the time nine o'clock came, but I was break time ready. That was first break. So my schedule changed to working out at the at the gym at you know uh, at five. And when we used to get to the office at five o'clock in the morning for rehearsals, my workouts were at ten o'clock. So the the whole calendar was was scheduled out. The clients were scheduled out from afternoon to evening. Everything had a time, and my breaks were scheduled in between the clients. And purposely, we left out a half hour here, a half hour there, and it was mouse down. It was, it was take a break. It was play music. It was do something. And and that that's how it that's how it rolled, Hawaiians. It rolled like that. And you have to do that. And when it's break time and the alarm goes off, you gotta force yourself to take a break. Yeah, you look at your emails and you go, you know, I could get you three three more emails, I could get this done, you know, and then I, I could be ahead, but no, take your break. Trust me, take your break. Okay? Because you're gonna run yourself into the ground if if you don't have a plan. You're going to run yourself into the ground if you don't have structure, okay? And, and right now, the name of the game for me is, is, is a new... Oh, you see, Hawaiians? You see, Hawaiians, right there? Okay, that, that right there, Hawaiians, was my timer. <laughs> that was my timer right there. There, proof. Okay, we was talking... Okay, we was talking about timers. There we go. So I forgot about that one. Uh, so yeah, I got Hawaiians. <laughs> I got to go... But I'm gonna leave you with this. <laughs> okay. So you know, you know, I, you know, I tell you the truth. Okay. Timers, it works. Okay. But here, here's the thing, right? Here's the gold, Hawaiians. Okay. The law of attraction says that what you focus on happens. Okay. So, but when you when you run around with a chicken, uh, like a chicken without a head, and you don't have a plan, and you don't have a formatted day, and you don't have self discipline. Okay. You keep bouncing off the walls. You go from here to there to here to there pretty soon, right? You don't have, and then, and then when you come in for life coaching, right? And they give you the plan and all right, here you go. There's your plan. I guarantee this will work for you, right? I guarantee this meditation will work. I guarantee that affirmation will work for you. And I make the affirmation, especially for the clients, when they tell me what, you know, what it is that they're trying to achieve, right? And, and I, I sit down and I write it out special for them. And I put thought into it. And then I write them an email. And their email 
this long detailed email and they can go back to the email and they can reference this stuff and this is based on years and years of study and and uh, accumulated data knowledge whatever you want to call it all of that okay but experience okay and not only that but it's apply it's experience that was applied and that achieved stuff so i know it works right and it it works for anybody but the trick is you got to have the self discipline to sit down and do it because if you don't have the self-discipline, then you're not going to have any structure, no more structure. Guess what, Hawaiians? You're not going to achieve... Oh, oh sorry, Hawaiians. I, I, I really got to go this time. Yeah. You're not going to achieve your dreams. You can kiss your dreams goodbye because, yeah, not going to happen. You could be going from here to there to there to here. Hey, hey want to thank our sponsors. Okay, Island Club and Spa. Better Andy, Sister Jerry. And thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Also, Voice Master. Uh, it's family of service companies and AFMHawaiiMusic.com. Oh, yeah. Self-discipline, Hawaiians. Okay. I got to go on to the next thing. You heard the bell. <laughs> Till next time, I'm Junior Kegel. Whoever Junior's name. Mahalo and aloha.